0: This is Optima Relationships Daily, episode 472, Three Tips for Calmer Relationships by Krista O'Reilly David-Egui of alifeinprogress.ca. Howdy, and welcome back to my show. I'm your host, Joss Marie, and my goal here is to read you from some of the best relationship content we can find from Monday through Friday. And it's just like an audiobook, so you can sit back and relax while listening to each episode. And today, I'm going to narrate a post by joyful living educator Krista. In it, she shares three tips that can help you enjoy more calm in your relationships. And if you'd like to hear more posts just like this one, simply hit subscribe so that you don't miss any. But with that, let's jump right into Krista's posts and start optimizing your life. Three Tips for Calmer Relationships by Krista O'Reilly Davy DeGee of a alifeinprogress.ca Quality relationships take work. Marriages where partners are unwilling to mature and learn new ways of communicating will have a hard time thriving or even surviving. We may find that we can boss compliant kids around when they are little, not recommending this. But as they grow up, these old patterns of communicating or relating need to go if we desire healthy, mutually respectful relationships. Even in our best and easiest friendships, there may come a time when feelings get hurt or we need to work through an emotionally charged issue. So relationships, especially healthy, calmer relationships, take work. And this work is worth it. Quote, you must first get along with yourself before you can get along with others. Anthony D'Angelo. And though this isn't my topic of discussion today, I believe that the best thing we can do for all our relationships is to take responsibility for our own to do the work of becoming who and how we want to be in the world, to come as a whole and healthy human being to our relationships. This, of course, is a never-ending journey as we are all works in progress. So, in the meantime, here are three tips to help us enjoy calmer relationships. Number one, assume positive intent. Assume the best about others. Assume they didn't mean to offend you or ignore your needs and they don't all of a sudden hate you, especially in your closest relationships. Has your husband shown you over the years how much he loves you and how invested he is in your marriage? Then why assume the worst? Even if your partner keeps doing that thing that you hate, but they have told you many times they are trying to change this habit, the assumption should be that they are human and it is hard to change our ingrained habits, not that they are lazy or insensitive. If your partner has betrayed your trust in the past, then seek appropriate counseling to help you set boundaries for this relationship. If your friend hurts your feelings, assume she didn't mean to. And when you're in a calm state and if the issue is significant enough, ask if you can set a time to discuss what happened. Or just forgive and move on. If your daughter keeps leaving messes even after you have reminded her countless times, do not yell and assume she is purposely disrespecting you. Go to her and communicate why having an ordered environment is important to you and how you feel when she doesn't support you in this. And I highly recommend learning about personality typing and just how much our unique personalities affect our relationships and all the ways we move through life. When someone on the phone or at the grocery store acts like a jerk, assume they are human and having a bad day and not out to ruin your life. If you are in pain or walking through grief and someone makes an unhelpful remark to you, assume they are doing their best with what they know. Offer forgiveness or grace, something we all need at times in our lives. Which brings me to tip number two. Number two, give away that which you need. Sometimes we have need of encouragement, a hug, some quality time or whatever, and feel frustrated, let down, or even angry that our primary relationships are not adequately meeting these needs we have. We may feel that everyone is too busy with their own lives or a family member doesn't like us. We tell ourselves many stories. Rather than moping or ranting or feeling rejected, we can step out and give away that which we ourselves need. Look for ways to offer genuine encouragement to others, to be a kind and compassionate friend yourself, to set aside your own desires for a moment and truly listen to what others are saying. If you feel disconnected from a family member, send her a text. If you need more healthy touch from your spouse, reach out and offer a massage. If you feel distant from your son, enter into his world by playing a game he loves or talking about the newest graphic novel he's excited about. And please, actually communicate your desires when you're calm and without judgment or blame. No one can read your mind. We all mess up and want others to be quick to forgive, quick to see the beauty in us rather than always pointing out our failures, ready to assume the best about us. We ought, therefore, to also offer this to others. And number three, disentangle yourself emotionally, aka let others carry their own baggage. When issues arise, do not fall into people-pleasing mode or make decisions that feel disingenuous just to keep the peace. This is also about not letting others push our buttons and about not blaming or judging others or coming under blame or judgment from others. We do not have to receive everything that others throw our way. When I find myself getting tangled up in someone else's anger, worry, or negativity, I picture myself handing that baggage back to them. You might also picture yourself setting down a heavy load and taking a step back from it. You can be present for the other person as long as they are not being abusive, but you do not need to carry their baggage for them. So for instance, maybe you know someone who is struggling and you have offered a listening ear, advice, and encouragement to seek help, but nothing ever seems to change. You can love this person, but recognize that you may need to set limits on your time together or allow him or her to carry their own load. Or perhaps you have a grown child who is forever making unhealthy decisions and then expecting you to pick up the pieces for them. You can love them, your heart may even break a little, and listen with compassion, but not step in and take ownership of their problems. You may have a family member who gets into pouty moods, and this affects the energy of the entire home or Christmas gathering. You may need to take some deep breaths and remind yourself of your own core desired feelings and consciously choose to disentangle yourself from their choices. They have a right to a bad mood, but you don't have to jump on that train. What do you think? Can you identify areas or moments in your relationships where using these tips might allow you to build healthier and calmer relationships? Perhaps you recognize the need to set aside time to do the work of becoming a healthy and whole person yourself. You just listened to the post titled Three Tips for Calmer Relationships by Crystal O'Reilly DeGee of alifeinprogress.ca Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I love how Krista reminds us right in the beginning of her post that quality relationships take work. If you spend more time arguing or blaming your partner than improving on how you communicate, it's easy to feel like the relationship is doomed to fail. In a mature and healthy relationship, however, you'll be able to listen with compassion and assume the best in others. This perspective will help you stabilize the turbulent emotions and negative feedback loops that could be keeping you from finding a steady joy and calm in your relationships. So thank you so much to Christo once again for sharing her tips on this topic. But with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks so much for joining me here. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll see you again tomorrow with a post on quality friendships, where your optimal life awaits.